0: Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Vinitali International Wine and Spirits Exhibition. The 54th edition of Vinitali was held from 10 to the 13th of April. If you missed it, don't worry. Go to VinitaliPlus.com for on-demand recordings of all the sessions from the exhibition. And remember to save the date, the next edition of Vinitali will be held from the 2nd to the 5th of April, 2023.
1: Let's get this started. Hello, boys and girls. My name is Stevie Kim. This is the Italian Wine Podcast. And what we're going to do today is to give you a skinny recap for those... Well, at the highlights anyway. So, for those who were unable to attend Vinitoli this year. So, we'd like to kind t- of t- give you an idea what it was all about. And I have with me today my podcast team namely Joy Livingston. Hello. Hey everybody. Joy.
2: What's up? I am very well. Thank you, Stevie Kim. How are you?
1: What about that cold that you Oh no, I'm good. That's fine. Yeah, it wasn't
2: COVID. I didn't catch like,
1: you know, the dreaded scourge. So I'm Okay, good. so alright, excellent. COVID free. And then we have Richard Hoff. Yes. Yes. Good morning. Richard, tell remind the audience who you are.
3: Yeah, I'm Richard, um, from Glasgow. And, and now we can't tell. i um, by your accent. I'm basically a copywriter and translator, I suppose. You're um, part of our editorial. Part team. of your editorial staff, yeah. Yes, you're in Verona.
1: Okay, excellent. And we have Cynthia Chaplin. Hello, everybody. How are you, Cynthia? I'm good. So, Cynthia, of course, why don't don't you introduce yourself? You do it much better than I do.
0: So, I'm Cynthia, also part of the team here in Verona. I do editorial projects and work with Via, and I'm the host of voices on the podcast, and sort of the person who floats around the office doing all the
1: bits and pieces that come up.
0: Okay, excellent. And of
1: course, we have other members at the office, but we kind of he- here have people who quote-unquote speak English this morning because <laughs> I could be bothered recruiting the others because I'm not feeling so nice this morning. And I'm not in a bad mood, but just, you know, I want to get this over with. So let's start. Vinitly we'd like to call it the Vinitly Marathon because it actually starts on the 1st of April it started on first of April yeah April fool's day i know so i know many people think Vinitli, it's only 4 days from that this year was from 10th till the 13th of April from Sunday to Wednesday 4 days but for us Vinitli actually starts on the 1st of April from the 1st to the 3rd it is what we call five star wines and wine without walls that's three days of wine competition and then immediately following that from the 4th till the 7th of April it is the flagship Vinita International Academy certification course and then of course we we had a day of quote-unquote um pause, but everyone was working, of course. And we on the night which was the Saturday, we had the Opera Wine event, the premier opening event to Vinitoli. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Five Star Wines. Tell us a little bit about uh, Five Star Wines, who the judges were, how many were they, and how many producers participated. Can you give us a little overview of that, Cynthia?
0: Of course. So Five Star Wines was a a big selection this year. We had 2,300 wines from 745 producers all across Italy. Uh, Our judging panel was composed of 72 wine professionals, eight of whom are masters of wine. We had a great six-member general chair panel with Caro Maurer, the first Uh, German MW, um, female female German MW, Um, and the judging took place over three days. And out of our 2,300 wines, 960 scored 90
1: and above. Excellent. And can you give us the names of the awardees? I mean, at least the trophies?
0: Sure, of course. The best wine overall was from Cantina della Vernaccia, and it was Vernaccia di Oristano Giudicchese. Uh, the best red was from Marchesi di Cantaneo, and the wine was Adorno Giustiniani, Gabiano DOC Riserva, a Matilde Giustiniani.
1: Wow, you're butchering all of this.
0: Sorry, <laughs> I put it in Giustiniani, Giustiniani. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we needed an
1: Italian after all. <laughs> okay, go ahead. The see,
0: yeah. best white was from Terre Cortesi Moncaro, and it was a Verdicchio dei Castelli di Glesi, Dio si and the best sparkling was Terre di San Vernazio Fortunato Valdobbiadene DOCG Superiore di Cartese Spumante
1: Brut. Okay, excellent. Um, so for those of you who are listening, if you're interested in having the details and the list of all of the awardees of uh, Five Star Wines and Wine Without walls, you can find, of course, on our website, fivestarwines.it. Um, you can get the complete list of the awardees Um, and you can follow the um, there's a huge, of course, social media going on, so that's five star lines, all right, number five, all right, and then of course we had Vinito International Academy um, which Jacopo Fanchuli, Lan left us I haven't even seen it, has anyone seen Lan? No, I have him. and what did he say?
2: Oh, no, I just needed him to help me fix Himalaya.
1: Yeah, we, we couldn't care less.
2: <laughs> I'm like, help me fix this. And he's like... He's only should... worked
1: here five years. Yeah, now yeah. Every, he's forgotten already. Yeah, well, he
2: has because he texts me
1: back and he says, you should
2: just write to them and complain. I'm like, but... Like in what
1: language? <laughs> in Thank Chinese, you
2: very much. in Mandarin. I'm like,
1: uh... Um, nice. Thanks, this dad. is so, such land. I <laughs> had to actually ping him, tap him because my WeChat... When I changed my phone, of course, my WeChat, he had re- uh, registered it under his phone number. So Our Himalaya is also registered under his phone number. Yeah, right? we got to take care of that. Lan, I hope you're listening to this episode. We need to have a small chat with you, buddy. Okay, <laughs> You cannot be hiding out in Piemonte any longer. Oh. We will find you wherever you are. I'm surprised we he, he didn't pop by during Piemonte. Anyways, because he's always around. Anyway, so let's... Talk a little bit about Vinito International Academy, the flagship edition. This was the first, the bonafide. We did a flagship edition last year in June, but how is it different this year? Give, give me some numbers and contextualize how it went. First of all, we had Sarah back, which was fabulous. Yep, Sarah have- Heller, um, she is a great, great, great faculty member whom we've missed dearly because she was locked down more or less in Hong Kong. Now she's moved to Seattle Washington. So we will be seeing her more from stateside for sure, and of course Henry Dubar returned. Francesco, who had a small part last year, translating mostly Professor Antonio He is now in Argentina. I don't know what's up with that. I have to try to understand what's going on. Originally, also from Hong Kong. So tell us, give give do the little recap thingy.
0: I'll do the little recap thingy. This year's Via Verona was, was fantastic, as Stevie said, to have all the faculty back together, Henry, Sarah, and Professor Atilio Scienza, all in person. Uh, and thanks to Richard for translating Professor Ore <laughs> during, exactly. during the, the master classes. Uh, we had 56 students in person. And 21 of them passed and became Italian Wine Ambassadors, which is the biggest number of any
1: class we've had to date. I need to correct you, Cynthia, because the 21 includes actually the two ambassadors who are, they were going for their expert level, Ashley and Ezra. But um, no one became an expert this year. It's tough. It's tough exam.
0: It is. Um, it's a hard one. Yeah. So, nineteen new ambassadors and and
1: two who were already ambassadors. Yeah, we didn't take their pin back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that cruel. I know they, everyone think I'm like Crudelia of <laughs> the International Academy. But so, yeah, that was pretty successful. I said, uh, we also did some master classes with our supporters. Again, thank you very much to our supporters. Do you recall who they were? It was the consortium of Lugana, uh, Sicilia Doc. Mon, uh, Monte Montefalco. Francia Corta. Corta and that was it. No, is uh, uh which is oh, the yes. Italian wine signature academy. academy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and so we've started doing this as of last year instead of because of COVID, we started doing um master classes for our supporters. Which I think um the audience um, appreciate better in a way, right? I think, Absolutely. They think there's a bigger value. Add. So they get to uh, have guided tastings with both um, Sarah and Henry, as well as some members present, often also the producers themselves.
0: This time at VIA, the students tasted over 130 wines in, yeah, the, so. in the three days of classes before the exam. So that's that's really a great opportunity for people to taste Italian wines that maybe they can't get in their home country?
1: And actually, you know, I know uh, for the VIA community listening out there, I know some of you have written to us, uh, reached out to us asking, how do I become a judge at Five Star Wines? It is mostly, we have like kind of the steady panel chairs, and of course the super judges. We have the six super judges, and the only new super judge was Carol Maurer. The rest, Gabriele Gorelli, Daniele Cellini, Bernard Bershee, Robert Joseph, and of course Pedro Ballesteros, were on for from uh, four of them from the get go. And then Gabriele and Daniele joined as of three years ago. So the super judges remain um, the same, but the other judges, and especially the associate judges, we try to give an opportunity for students who are enrolled in Vinatil International Academy so that they can get kind of a practice tasting sessions as their, their score does not um, carry any um, weight into the final, um, gets averaged into the final score. And then, of course, we have the Vinatil International Academy uh, community members, often experts Uh, ambassadors and so forth so obviously now that we have um, close to 300 certified Italian wine um, ambassadors we cannot invite every single one of them but we do rotate and give everybody a little bit of a chance if you're interested of course please reach out to us and we will take your um, candidacy into consideration okay so of course, if you want more information about Vinitoli International Academy, please go to um, Vinitoli and you get all the information there as well. As, I'm actually looking at the events page, which, which, which is kind of the calendar for all of the Vinitoli related um, events all year round. And Vinitoli International is very social media heavy, so you can find it on Insta, you can find it on linkedin on twitter etc etc okay then let's move on to opera wine who's going to talk about opera wine
0: i can talk about opera wine it was on april 9th after our pause day which wasn't really a pause day as you said um and that's our grand gala kickoff event for v um, in collaboration with Wine Spectator. And this year, Wine Spectator chose 130 producers to represent the top Italian wines. And 1,500 guests attended the event, where we also had Allison Napius, Tom Matthews, Jeffrey Linden-
2: Lindenbluth. I have a story about him. And yeah, Miriam. What about, what about him? What about him? Okay, this is so embarrassing, and it's actually kind of funny. Uh, he's like the, the top Wine Spectator editor guy, right? Yeah, he's yeah, taking he over, over from, Tom from Tom Matthews. Okay, well, he happened to be coming in the door at some point in this time. Uh, and I was walking in with Margarita, the, the podcast producer that preceded me. Yes. And, you know, she just came to visit. And, you know, we were going to have lunch. I had no idea who this guy was. I've no, never yes. seen him before. never met him. And, I, you know, he's like, oh, you know, how do I, how do I get out? How do I do this? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 And I'm talking. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm like, I'm all in my podcast mode. I'm like, you know, looking for interviews. And I'm like, I've never seen this guy before. This looks like a great interview. <laughs> so I'm, like, talking to him, like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, we're down in Hall 6, day eight, 8, and, you know, if you ever get tired of talking to people, you can come and chill and la, 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 <laughs> and This guy's looking at me like, you know, okay, you know, like he's super friendly. But then he walks away after we helped him and Margarita looks at me, and she's like, oh my God, don't you know who that is? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, how can you use the word chill with Jeffrey Lindenmuth?
1: Lindenmuth.
2: Lindenmuth. And I'm like, who? (laughs) And she's just, she buried her, her hands. She's like, I've been trying to say hello to that man all day
1: and... (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, oops The poor, poor Jeffrey He has catapulted into his first Vinitoli ever, and I think it was traumatizing because first of all, he had just come in, uh, landed on Malpense, came directly to the um, the conference the press conference, the opening of Opera Line, and he showed up, and I immediately just gave him a mic, all and right. he started speaking And so, you know, um, I don't know if everybody knows our listeners, Tom Matthews um, from Wine Spectator, the executive um, um, managing um, director for Wine Spectator, um, who has been, of course, a reference point for us with Bruce Sanderson, senior editor, and also Alison Napius for the past 10 years. This is our 11th year of... Um, 11th edition of Opera Line. And so it goes way, way back. We have kind of a routine. Um, and it is really a lovely event that we, we absolutely adore. Um, so he's kind of an outsider. He's, this is his primer. He comes in directly from the airport. And I give him a mic. So then he speaks. And he speaks about how he loves Italy. And he loves in particular two things, Ducati, fine, and Beretta, (gasps) the rifle. Guns. But it, which is very, it departs very radically from Tom Matthews, who I call the yoga man. And he hates me because he does meditation twice a day in the morning and in the, in the evening. So. Seriously? Yeah. So, um, Yeah. And I had unveiled that in another press conference, which he wanted to kill me for. So now, so he, um, I think, you know, has come to Italian wine world in a very intense uh, way during opera wine and the days following the Italy. So I'm glad he came. Um, I think it was great so that he was able to be introduced to the Italian wine producers, the community, and um, I think Tom was doing a bit of, you know, the handholding and introducing him to other producers and where. And so, of course, he hangs out. He hung out a lot um, at our office. So glad you made that spark and yeah. love connect. I'm
2: sure you he will remember me now. Yeah, <laughs> the, the woman who invited him to chill.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chill, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's go on um, to the. Vinitoli! Oh no, you know what? Uh, excuse me, Richard. You are silent.
3: Yes. But okay. what did
1: you do? What was your role
3: at Vinitling International Academy? Please? Um. yeah, mainly um translating for Shane, so when he did the master masterclass at the beginning. Okay, and, then, and apart from that, we we had a little book stand at the at the back of the auditorium when we were Books and okay, hours. but tell us what you did with um, Censa. What was the um,
1: the theme? And, the, that's uh, all, is, and Joy, is that going out on the podcast?
2: Not the one from VIA. The, uh, Why not?
1: No one recorded it. Well, it would
2: have been recorded by mm-hmm. uh, Andrea, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I don't know. We, we have uh, the master class, I don't know what it was called, the seminars that happened on the 10th and the 11th. Right,
1: April. that was during Venice.
2: Uh, that I'm putting out
1: starting this coming uh, week. This would, you know, the, the one that, uh, for Vinical International Academy, mm-hmm. if you can recoup that, I would love a replay on the podcast because then mm-hmm. it can go on the Italian wine essentials as, you know, especially for course material. Yeah.
3: All right, so tell yeah. us what was the what was The, the, the uh, topic, topic for this one was the invisible wines of the Via Francigena, and it was basically a... Uh, a pilgrimage on a journey along the, the ancient pilgrims' route, exploring the geology, the soil, the climate, the history. Yeah. Um, the usual exploring. geeky. Very, very geeky, and to be honest, I was somewhat out of my depth, I think, on a lot of the You were struggling? Career. I was struggling with some of the Welcome depth. to and the club. Nobody understands you. From so. a linguistic point of view, it,
1: it was a challenge. But everyone seemed to love it. I mean, all the I, participants, all the um, students, they kept, kept came up to me and said, we loved Shinza's, um session. Oh,
3: well, that, that's a relief. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I, so, and even I, I spoke to one or two people afterwards, and I, I got that impression as well. Yeah, so... Credit the, to, to Shinza, um He delivers complex material, but in a compelling way.
1: Yeah. So listen, can you just explain to our audience what Fanchi Janai is?
3: Yeah, it's, it's basically um, a pilgrim's route that goes from Canterbury in England to um, Rome. And this would have been a, a route that the, the ancient pilgrims would have followed um, to seek forgiveness for their sins. Um, and along the way, it, it's incredible, really, how I, as Shenza explained, um, some of the, the most important and historical centres for wine production in Europe have emerged. So the focus of this one, this session really was those, those um, wine producing regions in Italy that have established along the roots of the old monasteries um, um, along the way.
1: Okay, great. So by the way, some of this stuff will be um, integrated into the New edition of Italian One Unplugged. Is that correct, Cynthia? Yes, okay, you're correct. coordinating this. So That's absolutely tell us where correct. we are and when are we expecting to have the new edition? Because the first edition was very, very extremely heavy and it was um, 2017. So after, fast forward five years and we are now finally ready to release a revised version. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Sure. Italian Wines Unplugged 2.0 is is getting ready. Uh, Jacopo and I have been working on that. We've asked our Italian Wine Ambassador community to help us with rewrites of the must-know grapes, and that material has all arrived pretty much now. So we're compiling that. We're taking material from Scienza and from previous books that he's written, like um, Sangiovese and Lambrusco, and uh, native wines and putting together some of the history, putting together some of the soil, which have become important components in our VIA course. So those will be integrated into the 2.0 edition of the book, Um, reorganizing the structure of the book. So it follows the course a bit more, taking some advice and suggestions from Henry and Sarah, because this is the book that they need to uh, use for the students. So... Yeah, it should be ready uh, to be looked at and checked over for corrections um, towards the middle of June, middle end of June. So we hope to have 2.0 out before the end of 2022.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Not hope. We no, love. we have to, yes, because we've you. been told thank by you. Stevie that we have to. Thank you very much <laughs> so, for that clarification. It, so it will. I just, yeah, I will just wanted out. to make it sure that was the message.
3: Yeah, okay. that's on the record now, isn't it? Yes, yes, exactly. No
0: Jacopo and I
1: want to keep our jobs, so 2.0 will be out in 2022. Excellent. Love it. I love the enthusiasm. Okay. No, I just want to give a shout out also to the Viet community, because I know you are saying 30 members uh, from the Viet community have contributed to the revision of the grape entries right yeah
0: and you know who you are i'm very grateful um they worked fast and they worked to a template so all of the entries will be much more um streamlined and and identical getting the same sort of information as well as
1: benchmark producers okay very good so moving right on to um Italy, which happened it started on the first at uh, the No, I'm sorry. The 10th of um, April for four days. 10, 11, 12, 13. So, I mean, of course, so much has happened. 88,000 attendees. It seems a lot and little at the same time because um, the past edition in the peak, It went up to even 150. The last edition, I believe, was more like 110, 120. Um, So 88 seems like a lot, but in a way, much more measured in terms of attendees. This, of course, has to do with COVID. Uh, There is a war going on. There are a lot of nasty things going on. And I was holding my breath. I didn't do my COVID test until it was over. Luckily... I was afraid it was going to be a super spread event, and then I I and then the government was going to come with their soldiers and shut down the Vinitoli. I was just really, really scared <laughs> shit. But finally, we have overcome those four days and we have come to a close on the 13th of April. Who wants to talk about a little bit about what the highlights of Vinitoli? So there Vin Italy, there are events. Right. There are tasting events. There are some conferences in addition to, of course, all of these B2B meetings that are um, organized both by Vinitoli, um, ICE, which uh, is now called Italian Trade Agency. So there's a a big flux of incoming um, attendees, trade professionals. Um, And of course, B2B meetings organized directly by the producers themselves. Which were about four thousand this year. So let's start with like some of the wine tasting that we were directly involved, or the master classes. So Richard, you had two classes with um Shin. What were they? Tell us a little give give us a yeah. quick overview um, of
3: that. The first one was entitled Science and Prejudice and that was on this theme of diversity and fake science and racism. Um one of one of Shin's most um, Topical um, areas of, of argument at the moment. Um, so that, that was that was the first one with the underlying message that whether it's why or people, there's no Serie A or Serie B as Shenza uh, likes to say. Um, and that was here um, in our in our auditorium, and it was it was pretty well attended, and also I think live streamed as well. So mm-hmm. um, and we will, we're going to replay it
1: also on the podcast.
3: Yeah. Um, the other one was on the origins and structure of the Italian classification system. So, looking at DOCs and DOCGs. And of course, being Scienza, I went back to the ancient Greeks and Romans, um, but brought us right up to date with the latest EU regulations, the structure of the, the national committee that, that um, legislates on these things. And then concluded with some of the, the big issues facing the, the industry at the moment, things like climate change and sustainability, electronic labelling and genetic engineering. So quite a mixture really from Shenza, the, the breadth and the depth and the, the scope of what he has to say was really um, quite incredible to, to witness and to try to translate
1: Yeah, so the first day, um, it is also based on a book that you're translating currently. Yeah. So let's, which, and we have also a series of podcasts. Is that correct, Joy?
2: Yeah. uh, How is that organized? uh, That has been coming out. Uh, There are 10, well, actually, there are 10 chapters that he recorded. Um, The first episode went out last week, and it's chapters one, two, and three. Sorry, the week before last. No, last week. And this week, it, chapter four, next week, chapter five, it'll go up to chapter 10. I've, I wanted to sort of start it off with a bang, uh, mm-hmm. you know, first three chapters all in one go. And, uh, and then we're just gonna, they're really short, which is great, because there's like a lot of information in each one. Um, and uh, of course, Richard's, fantastic soothing Glasgow accent (laughs) just makes it all the better
1: yeah we do this uh, book readings basically it's a book it's a narration yeah Uh, for those who don't want to pay for a book and not support the publishing industry so all of you I'm talking to you you (laughs) can at least listen free free content on Italian Wine Podcast. Okay. okay, then there were some other tasting. Um, the first day, of course, there were the iconic Woman in wine. Cynthia, why don't you talk about that? What was what was that? Why was it why was it called the iconic woman?
0: So iconic women in Italian wine was uh, for me one of the most exciting and sort of super cool events during Bini Italy because nothing like this had ever happened before. Uh, it was Stevie's brainchild. So it was Alison Napius from Wine Spectator and Monica Larner from Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. And they are two of the top journalists in the world. And of course, they're both women. Um, not ever before have those two magazines collaborated on anything. And as Monica said, um, she felt very smug that her male colleagues would never have pooled their resources to do an event like this. So Monica and Allison, uh moderated a discussion with seven of the top female um, wine producers from Italy. So we had Marlisa Alegrini, uh Chiara Bosques, we had Albiera Antinori, Elena Fucci, Elisabetta Foradori, uh, Ariana Okipinti. And they all brought signature wines from vintages that meant something important to them, uh, dates that were special, years that were special. And they discussed how women communicate differently. And you know, let's not put too fine a point on it, but actually better um, about wine and, and the heritage and, and sort of the soulfulness of Italian wine. And they all talked about what they were doing, what was happening in their winery. Some of them are, are passing their winery on to their next generation. Some of them are the next generation who just had their winery passed on to them. Um, so it, very, very interesting. We also had uh, Priscila in Chisa de la Roqueta was there uh, talking about Sassicaia. Uh, so we had we had a great time sort of going over what women contribute. And it was it was very relevant. You know, Monica had tested positive for COVID the day before and was quarantining in her hotel in, in Verona. So we Zoomed her in because we've all become that flexible and agile and able to pivot. And we held the event just as, as we had hoped to with a full audience. Uh, there were about, I'd say, 85 people in the room. Uh, tasting through these incredible wines and listening to these women um, banter with each other, it was really exceptional to to see them, you know, talking informally and really from their heart, uh, and having Allison and Monica there to to sort of corral them and, and moderate the stories.
1: Yes, yeah, so I mean, I still need a bit of time to process what actually happened uh, because for me they they are my heroes. They're my rock stars. Personally, and the fact that we were able to pull this up, it's for me, it's a personal milestone. So I, I don't really have an opinion about this right now. Probably I'll need some time more time. I do have, I ever want to thank each, each and every one of them. They all got on board, and it and it was it, they donated not just their wines and their time, but their stories. So it was not so much about of course they poured iconic um vintage wines, but it was much more about the stories. And I love the fact that there was absolutely no no mansplaining involved. It was not about that. It was about them and the stories and the wines. So If you want to catch that, um, all of this, both the Shensa and Iconic Woman, we will be replaying it on the Italian Wine podcast. But you can also find it on um, Vinitaly Plus um, platform. It is available on demand. Yes, Joy. Hello.
2: No, it starts tomorrow. Oh, it starts
3: tomorrow. Okay. Okay, Can you... Oh, I, I would just add, as the, the token male to. voice in this conversation. Yeah, you are the token male. <laughs> tokenistic male. I, I agree 100% with everything you said about the, the iconic women session, especially in relation to the superiority of women in communication, but in every department as well. I would. Okay, I would you can still to your job. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Richard. Thank Off.
1: you. Okay. So um, so those sessions will be coming out soon. So if you are driving and you don't want to search the net for this, these events, you can at least listen to what uh, the discussion was all about. Again, you know, it was the first time ever that something like this happened in wine history. So I hope you guys get a chance to at least to listen in. And we are grateful to be able to replay in collaboration with Minutes okay and then what else yes joy (laughs) (laughs) you are the podcast producer i'm just you know coming in to well
2: you you yeah you are are doing a good job um i just wanted to say there was also uh joe bastianich and his his music festival
1: yeah he's yeah oh that's
2: right tell us about that okay no that was cool i'm a fan
1: yeah i know you're a fan (laughs) That, like, first year you took a photo with him,
2: right? No. You've never introduced me. He's here, like, every year. And every year I'm hoping that you will introduce me. Why didn't you tell me? I thought you know him already. I've never met the man. Why don't I, you... I got selfie he, with him. Oh, my Even God. Even Richard Hawk stuck. got a selfie.
3: <laughs> but for my kids. My kids love him. They watch him on... um Master that, No. Italian's got talent. Yeah. Um, what is that? It's like... they. Talent um, show. I don't, I don't watch television. No, I oh don't. My, my kids do. My kids absolutely love it. So when they had the, I, I the Joe was in the office. They said, "Daddy, you need to get a photo with Joe." Oh my god! And I, so I did. That's so hilarious. He was, he was a bit. I don't know. Um, Unavailable. No, he was available, but like who the fuck are you? He didn't seem to like the idea of having a selfie with me. Oh yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> see,
0: Jose Rallo was there at, at Joe's music bash in our office, and I was so much more interested in talking to Jose Rallo. She's like my hero, so I'm like, actually, hey, the music was pretty good. The music year. was
2: all right. Yeah. yeah, he has a good band. His uh, there was somebody I couldn't see the guy's face, but there was That's, like the that, guy
1: with the beard in the yeah. background. That's a glass. I wow. think this is definitely a better fit for him.
2: Yeah, because I heard Because he
1: had other bands before, I think. I
2: heard him at the Murano Wine Festival a couple of years ago, remember?
1: Yeah, it was bad.
2: Well, I wouldn't <laughs> describe it as bad.
1: Joe, was, I hope you're not, I still love you, but, you know, that was just not.
2: It, no, I I didn't, I didn't, I think it was probably uh, not the best sound.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> like, it was at, like, night. It was. It was in a tent. Yes. Right? Exactly, yes. Yeah. Anyways, I think definitely this, I actually enjoyed it. I was just upstairs in my office listening to it. I wanted to put on headphones, but not, then I was like, oh, no, I can actually listen mm-hmm. to this. He got a write-up, actually, of, at Spectator. So um, yeah. Yeah. I think he did a concert uh, in Thailand. He, yeah, he did a concert in Thailand as well. Yeah, he did the Vinichal in the City, which he has been doing uh, for some time now. So, um,
0: we should get him back and have live music in the office every now and then. No, I'm afraid really,
1: he's not going to do live music just for I, the office. I, you? you
2: guys, there, there's YouTube, you know, just <laughs> go on YouTube. I really want uh, Mark to interview his mom,
1: Lydia. Lydia, yeah, let's make that happen. Let's hang okay. Lydia. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we get back to the Italy wrap Rapa? Yeah. Okay. Right. And then what else um, happened in there terms was of taste? Super Tuscans. Oh, yeah, that's Super Tuscans oh, that's right. with Gorevi. Yeah. Uh, I actually posted the photo with all the. It, he seems so fierce with like, you know, all those like Super Tuscan bottles. Um, he had crazy eyes in that photo. Yeah, he looked possessed. <laughs> It's the real Gabriele Gore because he seems like such a sweet, nice guy. He
2: kinda reminds me of like
1: He's probably a psycho
3: killer.
2: <laughs> no, he reminds me. Do you remember in the eighties they had those like little trolls with like with like those great hair? Remember for yes, kids? Yes. He kinda reminds me of a sweet little toy from the eighties. Except he's like six foot two. <laughs>
1: I hope he doesn't hold that against me
2: but seriously it's like it's i used
1: to collect them when i was a kid and <laughs> so. listen it, it's, it was pretty impressive lineup. They it was four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen sixteen incredibly uh old vintages uh for this new consortium so um, yeah he looks possessed i actually um i i grabbed it yesterday People seem to love it. He seems to be crazy in that. Okay, so then that happened. What else happened? Well, we got we had some networking moments with the Via community, mm-hmm. and um, and just bunch a bunch of tastings. So we're going to be. I mean, we are going to be replaying some of this stuff. And we had what?
2: Oh my god! Yes. One more thing happened. We yes. had <laughs> the um, Maize oh, Wine Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, How can you forget that
0: you
1: completely... I missed. didn't forget that. Yes, okay. I, they wanted a
0: soft launch. I'm, I'm hanging on soft launch. No, Maize Row Wine Merchant, uh, which is a portfolio from Gallo, and they came to our office and presented t- their top seven producers, which was Argiano, Ratti from Piemonte, Pieropan Pan from Suave, Tornatore from Sicilia, Allegrini also from Veneto, um, Brancaia from Tuscany, and Yerman is also in their portfolio, but they were not present at the, at the launch. So we had a great tasting of um, some vintages from that portfolio that were important to them, uh, tasting sort of their their signature wines as well. And we had um, Christina Kelly from ex-Gallo ex VP, as well as John Irwin and um,
1: our Italian wine ambassador. Yeah, so.
0: our Italian wine ambassador who is working with them on the launch, uh, and Giovanni from Gallo, who is their global sales rep and, and sales director, uh, doing the launch. So, fantastic new portfolio, um, fantastic new. New range and, and a new delivery method for for the storytelling, the heritage and innovation of those seven producers.
1: So we actually had two additional um, tastings uh, to welcome the judges. The first night we had Verda uh, with all the orange wines. Uh, they even opened like a real I can't remember 1964. I. I I think it there? was.
0: I was there. It was older. It was
1: nineteen fifty two. I yeah. think. I have a picture. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we had that tasting for the judges of five star wines. Then, of course, the tradition as we we've been doing this for the past ten years or so, and uh, Bottega del Vino, the the uh, Amarone um, historic girl, family, historic family, they hosted in Bottega because, of course, they are the actual owners of Bottega del Vino. The 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 Mecca, the the place, which represents also a way.
0: Which was a great Um, event because I have never been able to walk through Bodega del Vino in that sort of fashion. They closed the place down just for that event um, and really graciously offered all their wines and you could talk to the producers and, and actually see the place itself. It was very, very... Um, important opportunity to be able to be there. Yeah,
1: and we had the producers pour and explain and get in touch with also the our VIA um, candidates. So that was that was one of the highlights as well. So the students loved that. Yeah, they so all we, loved it. And we thanked the uh, the family, the historic family of Amarone for that. Um, as well of their generosity. So that is it. That is a wrap for now. Uh, we just thought that it would be nice for those who weren't able to attend. This was, of course, a very particular year uh, for all of us, up because of COVID and because of the war. But Vinitoli did forge ahead. There are a lot of interesting content that you can access for free, uh, both on Vinitoli Plus platform, as well as Italian Mind podcast in audio format. So that's it. Signing off now. That's a wrap. So hopefully you guys can make it next time. All everything, all the information, um, we're going to try to resume our normal lives now, getting back to all of the post-production, which there are lots of. I'm actually posting some photos every day. Yes, Joy Livingston.
2: Yeah, just before we go, don't forget to mention that uh, because, of course, post-production includes videos because, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, our sister channel on YouTube. What are you releasing this weekend? Tomorrow, or will uh, Today, we are releasing a teaser to. Uh, be,
1: the, it's called the Italy teaser. Oh, with it's, Dina Baldi. Uh, yeah, exactly. Dina, and be careful. Be careful.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's going out tonight. And what
1: about the now? cats? Cats video with. Steve away where he's not, I'm not listening. to him I, I and,
2: promise to schedule. Well, first of all, Dino Boris interview will be tomorrow. on, right, on Saturday, Saturday, 6 PM. I've decided blanket 6 PM is the golden hour that I will release all videos on the mama jumbo shrimp channel on a Friday or a Saturday or both. But, um, yeah, next, next week I will, I will, um, re- I will release that, uh, very hilarious video of you and, uh,
1: Steve. Steve
2: at Cat's yeah. Deli in New York. Yeah. That is one not to miss
0: uh, Everybody who's listening that video is absolutely great
2: Awesome.
1: Yeah, sorry. Okay. Continue. <laughs> All right, so um, So looking forward to seeing you here or there we will be launching Venetian International Academy um, in London, I believe in Germany, we're trying to figure out, a, we're trying to recoup Hong Kong, they're still in lockdown as well as China. Um, also stateside will still be doing something as well. Um, so look out for that. We are still doing the Ambassador's Corner on Clubhouse every Thursday, which gets replayed huge huge um listens on the uh, congratulations to all the Italian wine ambassadors for that mama jumbo ship we are going to now resume our publishing of the um of the the videos so to we'll do a little bit of catch up on that we have two new books coming out Italian wine Unplugged, which will it's the revision 2.0 but it's actually a new book you know it's not just a revision We have many, many contributions from the community. We have Vine and Prejudice, which Richard is um, editing at the moment, and that will be coming out um, at the same time before the summer. Before um, the the summer. summer, Absolutely. Before the summer. You were talking about end of the year, but before the summer, it will be out, both of these things, in one way or another. Otherwise, nobody goes on (laughs) holiday. So that is for it for now a lot of exciting things happen we're working on a few special projects as well but you know so stay tuned keep in touch and if you want to get in touch with the via community both cynthia and Jacoba, that's via at just do the work it for italian wine podcast it's info at italian wine podcast.com and then what do you do richard Nothing okay, nothing, that's no, it. Good Don't thing, get in into it. In we are absolutely, all, yeah, we are absolutely all over. You guys, do me a favor go on Spotify and um follow us uh, because we got delisted okay, and we, we have, have to, to mention yes, that we need every more, time. yeah, because we have to start Please. all over again. So, anyways, we still love you. Thank you for supporting us. And we will see you next time. Ciao ragazzi! Bye. Bye!
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Venetoli International Wine and Spirits Exhibition, the biggest drinks trade fair in the world. Save the date! The next edition of Venetoli will be held the 2nd through the 5th of April 2023. Remember to subscribe to Italian Wine Podcast and catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you get your pods. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin!